Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, before we jump into this episode, I wanted to give a shout out to my favorite bone broth collagen protein powder from Paleo Valley. And the other day on Instagram, I got a bunch of questions about collagen. Um, I did a little FAQ, but I wanted to just share this favorite product because I think a lot of women are looking for a good quality collagen. And there are definitely some brands out there that I wouldn't necessarily recommend. And I don't think I need to call them out, but there's just high quality collagen versus not so high quality collagen. And it really comes down to what that collagen is coming from. So some brands use the hides of animals versus the bones of animals. And the bones are obviously more nutritious in the sense that they have more minerals in them. And you guys know how important mineral balance is in getting those minerals into your system. I love minerals. Um, and then also just the process that they go through to break down that collagen and to get it into that powder form. Some of those collagens are really, really highly processed um, and others are not so much. And the thing with Paleo Valley is that it's minimally processed, it's made from those bones, and it's just a good high quality collagen. Um, so I use the unflavored version. I mix it into my coffee, I put it in smoothies, I'll mix it into sauces and soups and things like that. It's just a great way to get that extra protein in. And then and it doesn't have a super strong flavor. I mean, I guess it has like the collagen flavor, but it's really unflavored in the sense that if you mixed it with something like coffee or like a smoothie or something that has a little bit stronger flavor, you're not going to taste it. And it also comes in chocolate if you wanted a flavor. But I just love it because it's high quality. It's an easy way to get that protein in. And yeah, it's just an all around good product. So giving that a shout out, um, I'll include a link in the show notes. Um, if you do end up using my affiliate link, of course, I get a little kickback, um, but you can also save 15% off your order. So I'll put that link in the show notes. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and talk to you soon. Hello, and welcome to my YouTube channel. I am Tina Hoppert. I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand, and Carrots and Cake is all about having your carrots and cake too. It's very much an 80-20 lifestyle, and I love talking about anything related to healthy living. So nutrition, fitness, strength training, hormones, mineral balance, body composition changes, and everything in between. In this video, I'm going to answer a common question that I get from women again and again, and it's a struggle that I have dealt with personally. It is, why do I wake up between one and three in the morning every night? I hear this question a lot from women, and I feel like when you enter your late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s, a lot of things change as far as hormones and our ability to deal with stress. Basically, our bodies become less resilient to stress, and a lot of these times you're waking up in the middle of the night because of low blood sugar. Okay, so let me explain what happens when your blood sugar crashes overnight. So basically, you eat dinner, 
and then you go for a while without eating any food. And so it really depends what you ate throughout the day to really determine like how stable your blood sugar is. Of course, if you're living a super stressful life, if you're overtraining, <laughs> shout out to my previous videos about overtraining, those things can all impact your glucose because when you're stressed out, your cortisol is going to raise and so is your blood sugar. So basically what happens at night, you eat dinner, depending on what you eat, it can absolutely affect if your blood sugar is going to be stable or not so stable. And when it crashes, that's when you wake up in the middle of the night. So basically what happens is your blood sugar gets low, your brain needs glucose to work. So essentially your brain is signaling your adrenals to push out some cortisol. And cortisol is our stress hormone. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but when cortisol raises, glucose will raise as well. And that's essentially what your body's doing. It's trying to raise that glucose back up to a normal level. So if you've ever woken up in the middle of the night and you have almost like anxiety and energy, almost to the point where you could get up and start your day at like three in the morning, that is because of that cortisol response. So it's your body doing what it needs to do. It's just not ideal if you want to sleep through the night. There's a few things that you can do. As far as the nutrition part of this, you can eat a better balanced macro meal at dinner time. So one that has some protein, some fat, some fiber, um, just to make sure your blood is more stabilized. And I think it's important to note that what you eat throughout the day is also really important. It's not just your dinner, but yeah, your dinner is setting up your blood sugar to be stable or to spike and crash. But eating regular meals throughout the day with protein, fat, fiber in them is going to set you up for success as far as having a more stable blood sugar. So making sure you're eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, and doing your best to keep blood sugar stabilized. Because the thing with blood sugar, I think we always hear about like high blood sugar, but like low blood sugar is an issue too. And it's almost like Goldilocks. Like you don't want it too high. You don't want it too low. You want it just steady. So eating steady meals throughout the day can help stabilize your blood sugar so you can sleep better at night. Okay. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, what should you do? Oftentimes I get out of bed. <laughs> because otherwise I'm just tossing and turning. Sometimes I will literally feel hungry because my blood sugar is so low. So I think the best thing to do is to eat protein, fat, maybe a little bit of carbs, um, but just a little something to boost your blood sugar up and stabilize it. Like you definitely don't wanna have like a bowl of sugary cereal or something like that, or a bunch of cookies, because that's gonna spike your blood sugar, might help initially, but then it's gonna crash again. So you really want to, stabilize it as much as possible. So I would say small amounts of protein with a little bit of fat thrown in. You could do a spoonful of peanut butter or almond butter or something like that. A few pieces of deli meat, a hard boiled egg. I think all those are pretty good options as far as eating a little something and then going back to sleep. So hopefully that will help stabilize your blood sugar enough so you can fall back asleep. So how to avoid waking up in the first place. So like I said, making sure dinner is a macro balanced meal, but then also having a snack right before bed can be really, really helpful. And this one I would say have protein, have fat, and I think some slow digesting carbohydrates can be really helpful. So when I say slow digesting carbohydrates, I mean ones that have fiber, ones that have, you know, that are starchy. So you could do some beans or some lentils or some squashes or maybe some sweet potato, depending on how your body handles those starches. But anything that is slow digesting, 
digesting and has a decent amount of fiber in it. Just be sure to pair that with some sort of protein and fat so things are stabilized. Also, one thing to point out about those slow digesting carbohydrates, they can be really helpful in promoting melatonin and progesterone, and those are really important as far as good sleep. Shout out to a previous video, three ways your hormones can affect your sleep, but I talk about progesterone, melatonin, and if you're somebody who thinks your hormones are involved in this sleep stuff, definitely check out that video because there's more tips and tricks for getting yourself to fall asleep and stay asleep. So the moral of the story is when your blood sugar is stable, you won't wake up in the middle of the night and you will sleep better. So try out this bedtime snack stuff and let me know how it works for you. Okay, so I want to share some bedtime snacks to stabilize your blood sugar. And these are personal favorites as well as favorites of our one-on-one -on -one clients. So the first one is a glass of whole milk. You can drink it cold or you can warm it up a little bit with a little bit of honey and salt in there, sea salt. I swear it's delicious and so nice to sip right before bed. You could also do a scoop or two of full fat, vanilla ice cream with a sprinkle of salt on there. I swear <laughs> ice cream is a good bedtime snack. Just make sure to read the ingredients and make sure it's not loaded with a bunch of junk and chemicals, just straight up ice cream, you know, nothing fancy and make sure it's got plenty of fat in it. You also could do a piece of fruit um, with full fat cheese. So you could slice up an apple or a pear or something like that and then pair it with full fat cheese, like a cheddar or something like that. And again, don't do low fat or no fat cheese. There's not enough fat in there to really stabilize your blood sugar. And a lot of times those low fat and no fat cheeses, they're super processed. And honestly, they're kind of gross. <laughs> so stick with the full fat cheese. My personal favorite is a little bowl of ground beef with beans or lentils all mixed together. And sometimes I'll put like a little bit of barbecue sauce on there so good or buffalo sauce sometimes i'll do that as well um, you could do a peanut butter and banana smoothie with some protein powder in it i think that's a good one just really loading up on the protein powder and the peanut butter and the good fats and everything you could also add some like coconut milk or whole milk in there or greek yogurt or something like that i think all those would be good options for a smoothie um, i just wouldn't load it up with like a ton of fruit and stuff like that like a little fruit probably fine maybe half a banana that would probably be fine or some berries those are low glycemic and then finally i like cheese and crackers i think that's a good option or you could do smoked salmon on some whole grain crackers or deli meat on whole grain crackers you could also get away with like a rice cake or something like that um but that whole idea of like cheese meat and crackers i think that's a really tasty snack before bed same goes you could do half of an egg salad sandwich you could do egg salad with crackers you could do canned tuna with crackers i often do canned tuna with like a bunch of rice crackers that's a pretty good snack but something like that that's really well balanced as far as protein fat um, and a little bit of carbohydrates so as far as when to eat this snack i think it really depends on you and your sleep schedule and when you ate dinner and all that but i typically eat a snack maybe like 45 minutes before bed it kind of depends on the night maybe up to an hour before bed um, but honestly we eat 
dinner pretty early in our house. We're eating anywhere between five and six. So by the time I go to bed, sometimes I am a little bit hungry. And I really do think it depends on what I ate during the day and if I exercise because yeah, if I didn't eat enough protein and enough good food throughout the day, my blood sugar is not gonna be as stable. So I really do think it matters what you eat throughout the day. One more thing to add about what you consume throughout the day. I also think things like caffeine, alcohol, processed food, sugars, all of those can impact your blood sugar and your liver and all those things. So just keeping an eye on those things, not to say that you can never have them, but if you're somebody that's constantly waking up every single night between one and three, I think it's important to look at what you are consuming. Are you consuming stimulants? Is there too much sugar? How much alcohol are you consuming? I think it's just really, really important to look at those things. Alcohol in particular will spike your blood sugar and then have it crash. And I think that's why when we drink alcohol, so many of us have terrible sleep. I know myself, if I have two glasses of wine, I am likely waking up in the middle of the night. Oftentimes waking up with like a little bit of anxiety and a little too wide awake to go back to bed. So if you're somebody who is really struggling with that blood sugar balance and you're just not really sure what to eat, I have a awesome freebie for you. It's my 40-30-30 meal plan and it's a sample meal plan that gives you ideas for balanced meals that have a good amount of protein, carbs with fiber and fat to help you balance your blood sugar throughout the day. So I'll leave a link here. You can download it. Like I said, it's totally free. It comes with a grocery shopping list. It comes with a sample meal plan. And then it comes with a bunch of whole food recipes that have the macros and nutrition information on them. But it's a great first step for working towards more balanced blood sugar and not waking up in the middle of the night. So if you enjoyed this video, I would love for you to take a time to like it and subscribe so you don't miss future videos.